Hey guys, welcome to Comically Illiterate. I'm Connor. And I'm Max. And holy shit, we're back. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, so we were kind of away for a while. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, mental health hiatus. Yeah, we was, it was an unannounced sabbatical. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I always, I love watching these things in, like, YouTube. It's like, it's always YouTubers. They're, they'll go on, like, unannounced breaks. And they'll be like, it's so we can provide the best quality content for you. You know what I mean? Where they're yeah, like, yeah. We're ta- we're, that wasn't, no, we were totally not doing that. <laughs> this one was purely my laziness. Uh, yeah, well, Christmas happened, and then we were just like, eh, for like and, a month. Yeah. And, you know, you guys are lucky because you skipped out on us doing like a seasonal episode, which would have been pretty lame. <laughs> it would have been really bad. Um,. But yeah, so now we're back, and we're better than ever, except for the fact that Max is sick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're starting out strong. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Um, I'm going to be fatigued as heck. Oh, hey, Max, tell us what, tell everybody what we're about, by the way. Uh, we're about... Um... We're starting so strong this time. I'll go lay down for a while. (laughs) Uh, Alrighty. Alright, perfect. Um, So today (laughs) we're going to talk about what the hell the deadly hands of Kung Fu are, who Shang-Chi is, and do we want more of it? Um, See how... We're, we can only hope that this episode won't be uh, ballsy because we're coming back from a little bit... Uh, won't be bad because we're coming back from a little bit of a break. But, uh, right on. So let's let's see if you guys want to learn about some kung fu. Um, this is an interesting and weird to- topic uh, from the time in America where we had gotten really obsessed with kung fu. And then this comic uh, made it... it this comic was made in sort of response to the increasing interest in like Bruce Lee and all that good shit. Uh huh. And it's actually coming back, kind of. So let's get right into it. But first, Max, do your impression of that guy from the regular show who's translating for the giant coffee bean. Okay. This is gonna be really racist. <laughs> so I apologize, but uh... no, it's it's not racist if you're doing a direct impersonation of somebody. You know what I mean? I, okay. If that's how you thought all Asian people talked, <laughs> then it would be racist. Fair enough. All right. Here it goes. Uh, my associate is <laughs> a giant coffee bean. <laughs> all right. Delightful. There you go. I'll leave you at that. Um, something important has come up, so I must step away from the mic for about two minutes. So I apologize, okay. but uh, we're really hitting it out of the park with this one. <laughs> I'll be all right. I'll be back in like two minutes, Connor. All right, all right, you do you. Do 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 do. Hello, gang. All right, I am back. <laughs> so, hey. So, <laughs> all right. I, w- <laughs> I would have walked. I wouldn't have gotten up if it wasn't such a prime opportunity to share uh, a good story. 
so the the emergency uh, that was mentioned before I left here. Yes, the aforementioned emergency. Yes. Yes. Um, I got a text from my roommate. Uh, that says, "I grew a science experiment in the leftover guac. Come see." <laughs> Uh. <laughs> so i had to go check that out how creepy was it it was pretty good what it was... did it move i know but there was like a sea anemone in there <laughs> that's what it looked like that's fucking rad oh it was great um are we gonna are we gonna leave that in <laughs> yes all right hey everybody <laughs> we're back <laughs> okay so Alrighty. talk about so, kung fu or some shit yeah some kung fu uh guacamole and that kind of bullshit um <laughs> okay. oh i just i want to set this up by saying when i'm, I'm going to refer to a character uh named shang chi mm-hmm. i think it's pronounced shang chi because that's how everyone else pronounces it but could it also be pronounced shang chi okay. and if i do either one fuck you sorry <laughs> already i don't i don't know the language there you go. So, publication history. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> okay. So excited. As I was saying above, uh, in the early 70s, Kung Fu was a huge, was huge, and companies were trying to find ways to cash in on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Marvel was definitely no uh, exception. So they were like, let's take Kung Fu, mm-hmm. the TV show star- is starring David Carradine, mm-hmm. and make it into a comic book. Okay. Unfortunately, they couldn't get the rights uh, to the show, but Marvel didn't get too hung up on it <laughs> because a project like that has always always has some air in it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Those were my two David Carradine hang himself with jacket off jokes. Oh gosh, I didn't even pick <laughs> up on that. Thank you. Wasn't that that was super tastefully done, wasn't it? Ah, uh, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, uh, for some reason, Marvel really didn't want to start this project from scratch, and they really wanted to drag something else that was popular uh, in, like, kung fu culture and just make it a comic book. Mm-hmm. So they bought the rights to Dr. Fu Manchu. Okay. Uh, the popular villain in kung fu written by Sax Romer, mm-hmm. uh, who is a British author born in 1883. Okay. Here's a picture of Sax fucking Romer right there. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Guy wearing a a uh, kimono, perhaps. Uh, I believe that that's a fair assessment. Uh, made hey, of well, whatever the never mind. Let's <laughs> say something really bad. <laughs> All right, let's say whatever moving. that dress thing is. Let's keep moving. <laughs> but moving it's made along. of it's made of silk. He's a white man wearing like an oriental robe that's made of silk while smoking a pipe. Um, it looks like to be his study. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, All right. So, so Fu Manchu is so prolific in stories that the Fu Manchu mustache is named after him. Okay. Uh, he he also became the archetype for like the evil genius villain characters. Okay. So those books sort of uh, the con- these books that he wrote were sort of the contemporaries to like James Bond, and mm. if you read them uh, and. If you read them and learned about Fu Manchu, you'd kind of understand where we get, like, the whole evil genius archetype villain from. Okay. Uh, Funny facts. Fu Manchu was pretty popular, and he didn't just stay, like, as a villain in his own book 
Wilmer, mm-hmm. like, he was just like, fuck it, everybody gets the rights to him. Take him <laughs> off my hands. Um, so he was, like, he was everywhere. TV, sh- TV, radio, movies. So the first time Fu Manchu really hit the scenes in America was actually 1932. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next time was 1940. And these movies appeared to be a little, tiny bit extremely racist. <laughs> okay. So they showed Chinese people like as characters, uh-huh. but the actors weren't even Asian. They were like Arabian and Persian. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very common common theme. <laughs> I I really love it. Um actually, side note, I was watching uh tonight I'm going to watch uh what's it called? Um Oh, it's that robot movie um Real Steel. No, 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 no. Close. Pac- it's Pacific it's, Rim. It's just as bad. Uh, short circuit, <laughs> short circuit two from nineteen eighty six. Oh okay. Um, oh yeah, with the white dude who pretends yeah, to be uh, a yeah. really like racist Indian. Yeah, the white dude who's just like, all right, but apparently, um, all right, this is, but apparently, so what happened was he was initially offered the role as like the engineer and best friend of this robot whose name is like Johnny Five or some bullshit like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I think Johnny that is correct. Five. No, it's is Johnny that his... Five. Yeah, I thought Johnny. It's Johnny Five is a guitar player in some band. Uh, now I'm gonna look that up. Uh, but anyway, so he was offered. Um, he was offered this role, and then they realized, and then uh, somewhere through like the script writing process, after they they had picked him, they're like, "Hey, we made a tiny little slight change." <laughs> You, you are now Indian. We want you to wear brown face. And then he was like, what? And they're like, okie dokie then. <laughs> <laughs> and they, so he was like, I didn't, yeah, apparently he was like, he was really young. He was like 21 or something. So he made the decision to do it and try and do it as respectfully as he could. Boy. So, so well, as respectfully as he could meant that he went to a dialect coach. Okay. So his accent is pretty on point. Uh, it's just the fact that he isn't it's, actually. It's, it's just the fact Indian. that he's a white dude wearing brown face, going juicy fruit. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm watching that movie tonight. Uh, oh, so man. so anyway, um, so Chinese people in this uh, Chinese people in this were most like were. We're talking about gathering like a crime syndicate and killing white people and stealing their women, <laughs> like that. And so it was in the 1940s Fu Manchu movie. So like, Jesus, we're gonna gather up and make our own crime syndicate and then uh, take your women. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Chinese embassy in 1940 was like, "Hey, can you please stop?" <laughs> <laughs> so they did. Um, and then in 1972, they re-released The Mask of Fu Manchu, which was the first movie. Mm-hmm. And the Japanese-American Citizens League was like, we are so fed up with your shit. Please stop being so racist. <laughs> uh, and um, so Romer defended his all of this stuff in his autobiography, saying he wasn't supposed to be racist. He never tried to say that all Chinese people were evil. 
he just was trying to imply that this one group of Chinese people who left their country because they were criminals and arrived in a new country were probably going to commit crimes. Right. Which is a fair point, but also it's super duper racist. Like, <laughs> but, but also don't make them have the most offensive accents and like say, let's steal white people's women. Right. Like it's sort of like, <laughs> like they could, there's still other ways they can do it. They could be like, Hey, let's go. I don't know. Commit adultery and shit like that. <laughs> I don't know. Cause like saying like, we're going to go steal the white man's women is super racist, but saying like, Hey, let's go make some girls cheat on their husbands is significantly less racist. <laughs> right. It's just a weirder thing to say. Yeah. That being said, I would, if one of my friends, like if we were just like really bored and he was like, Hey, what do you want to do? I'd be like, I don't know. And then we look over and then my, my other friends like, let's go steal the white man's woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> let's roll. All right. I'm into this. Uh, don't uh, don't fucking tempt me with a good time there. <laughs> um, uh, so it was a really weird time in the world uh, where we were like super duper afraid of Asian people, mm-hmm. and like yellow peril stories were selling. And the yellow peril stories are stories where like Eastern Asian people are a danger to the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Dr. No or um, Ming the Merciless and Flash Gordon, uh, mm-hmm. the toy maker, the celestial toy maker and Dr. Who, uh, Dr. Zing from Johnny Quest, big, all of Big Trouble in Little Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like a bunch of stuff like that was going around. Also, um, in in the comic book world, uh, Marvel had the Mandarin in Yellow Claw, mm-hmm. and DC also had Ra's al Ghul. And some people will say that Ra's al Ghul isn't Asian, but he totally is from China. Mm-hmm. And when they first made Ra's al Ghul, super fucking Asian. They just <laughs> like, like, I I'm still confused about comics and like the like when they were doing like super racist shit in like the '60s and the '70s, where they would just go like, "Hey, what's the most offensive shit we can say about like a fucking Asian person?" And they're like, "Well, we'll make their eyebrows super goddamn weird." Like, have you noticed that? Like, it's like, our eyebrows, are they're going to be, like, weird. Yeah, just like, like pointed up. Yeah, they're going to be super weird, and they're going to have weird facial hair, and they're always going to be wearing silk. Mm-hmm. Um, probably going to have some buck teeth and eating rice, too. But to balance that out, we're just going to make them white. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're like, it's sort of, I don't know, I think it's more offensive that they're like, we've gone almost to like caricature levels but we're not there yet right yeah so it's Um, like it's like almost more real and malicious that way yeah where it's like what do you mean we're making fun of asian people no (laughs) exactly no we're we're, what are you talking ching chang is totally white what are you trying (laughs) 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 which would so be the name I love. I uh, also for all of you uh, people out there, you need to watch uh, fucking Flash Gordon because it's the greatest movie of all time. I finally, (laughs) I finally sat down and watched it. I finally sat down and watched it. It's It's really good. It's so amazing. Uh, I feel like Brian Blessed steals the show as King of the Hawkmen in that. (laughs) Oh my God, King of the! I love this. (laughs) I love 
just everything about that movie, and like, or just how fucking creepy Ming the Merciless's daughter is. Yeah. Like where she's like, but daddy, I want him. And she's just centrally stroking her father's beard. And you're like, who wrote this smut? <laughs> it's, real, it's real weird. Um, okay, so where does any of that fit into the comic books you're talking about? Uh, fuck you. All right. I, like, I like fun facts. But um, <sighs> no, but, but really it's, it's, it's important because uh, that, that was one of the biggest names in kung fu and in kung fu culture um and they were able to like buy him and bring him out into comics and this comic was first created a year after uh the mask of fu manchu was re-released in the 70s mm-hmm. so you know right on so back to the comic um uh it's from in 1973 um, Marvel got the rights to Fu Manchu, mm-hmm. so they're like, we can finally make this comic. Uh, so what do they do? And they're like, I don't know. Comics are kind of gay, right? <laughs> like, I just imagined Stan Lee at a board meeting, so I was like, comics are pretty gay, right? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it pays our bills. <laughs> what are you like. talking about? And it's like, look, I, I just imagined some like just some like city slicker trying to sell Stan Lee this this idea and he's like look Stan Stan the man listen <laughs> we've already got the rights to Fu Manchu why would we even write a fucking comic book that's for posers <laughs> uh so they didn't make it a comic book they made it a magazine uh, I'm not I'm totally serious okay um and it's so it's a magazine that contained comics um mm-hmm. and it so it'd have several comics um and then some stuff for kung fu enthusiasts like film reviews basic fighting techniques and a bunch of other bullshit like that okay i find it funny that the basic t- fighting techniques were like drawn by an illustrator who probably really didn't know jack shit about like kung fu <laughs> right <laughs> just like brian feldstein over there is like oh, fuck fuck <laughs> <laughs> I was hired to draw cleavage. This is fuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I just imagine like, just like him like, just sitting there, like sweating, like crumpled up baby yeah. balls everywhere. It's just like <sighs> he's also he's also slightly racist, so it's just like, what does an Asian kick look like? <laughs> do they do one of those weird fruity dance moves? <laughs> do Asian people even punch? <laughs> do Asian people? Even- <laughs> Some 70s racism. <laughs> Can they even punch? He's going to the library and just like looking up like Asians. What he do just, they look like? It's just like. China? <laughs> what is this China? Like. <laughs> what? Isn't and why that, are they. Isn't that where tigers come from? Why are they all dressed like. And those fucking bathrobes. <laughs> <laughs> and why do those women have so much white shit on their face? <laughs> we should just do, like, a comedy routine of us just, like, 45 minutes of <laughs> the casual 70s race. <laughs> what the fuck is a panda? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
<laughs> anyway. Is this a fucking joke? <laughs> what is it? What kind of bullshit animal is this? This isn't a fucking bear. It's a goddamn pussy. <laughs> Just sitting there eating some fucking plants and shit. Our bears will fucking maul your ass off, and this thing's sitting here fucking extinct because it can't even fuck straight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that brought up some stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So they, anyway. So there were fighting Jesus. techniques in there. Um, it was more of a, like a... It was, so it was definitely more of a magazine than it was a comic book. But it did establish some characters. Uh, most importantly, Shang-Chi. But Iron Fist, the Sons of Tigers, the White Tiger, and the Daughters of Dragons were all characters that helped make this comic super popular. Okay. And it was a it was a very popular book. Um, and another book, The Hands of Shang Chi, uh, mm-hmm. Kung Fu Master, was also popular at the time. Now, if you're wondering, yes, they totally did make the names exactly the same: the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu or the Hands of Shang Chi, Ma- Kung Fu Master. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely supposed to be the same. But um, that the Shang Chi uh, actual comic lasted 125 issues. Um, while the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu magazine only lasted 33 issues, um, and they had a really great issue dedicated to Bruce Lee in, uh, 1976, uh, Mm -hmm. that was 35 pages long, had the comic book biography of Bruce Lee's life. Mm -hmm. Uh, they also experimented with some stories from feudal Japan with some samurai type shit, um, and -hmm. as you can guess, they weren't super diverse books, like... The Deadly Hands of Kung Fu was not going to, you know, fucking talk about Batman like <laughs> characters and shit like that. It was, you know, it was all just straight up punching and kicking scenarios. There was no like real sci-fi or anything like that. It was a pretty straight up just Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. And then, which was great. And then it wasn't great because America kind of got over Kung Fu. Right. And then sales declined and there was nothing really that it could kind of hold on to. Uh, because it was strictly for kung fu enthusiasts, um, mm-hmm. so it was actually a pretty good book, uh, a pretty good magazine, I should say. Um, so let's talk about Shang Chi. Okay, Shang Chi uh, was for, uh, he first appeared in Marvel Special Edition fifteen in nineteen seventy three in December. He was created by Steve Englehart and Jim Starlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was not actually created in the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu book, but he was probably, like... If we're going to say, he was probably, like, the main character of it. Um, mm-hmm. okay. So, anyway, let's talk about his comical origins. All right. So, Shang-Chi was a normal kid. If mm-hmm. a normal kid was raised by a criminal mastermind named Fu Manchu... Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's right. <laughs> he was raised to be an assassin. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried, you're back. <laughs> As I approach the clitoris. <laughs> I, mean, I'm a, gonna... I just realized that's a really, like, all I need to do to get you to say clitoris <laughs> is to mention Gilbert Godfrey. Clitoris! <laughs> like, all I gotta, like, yeah. it's way quicker than saying, hey, Connor, say clitoris for me. Yeah, just say Gilbert Godfrey. I'll do As I approach! <laughs> um, that's right, the so... worst thing in the world, by the way. <laughs> um so other uh so fun fact another deviation from comic books i was sitting in class at uh in college x uh please sponsor us uh and i was in my 
English please number sponsor us class and um mm-hmm. we were talking about uh the difference between in America we have the Easter bunny and the Easter bunny gives chocolate on Easter mm-hmm. and in France they have the Easter bell and it's right. a literal bell that comes in from Rome and delivers chocolate and good things to people. Did mm-hmm. you know about that? I knew there was a bell involved. That shit, I didn't know it was like anthropomorphic though. <laughs> I almost laughed my fucking ass. I like I was just sitting there and they're like, and now remember to keep an open mind because why is an Easter bunny better? Like why why is an Easter bunny better than a than a bell? And I'm like, because well, a fucking bell can't even see or hear or move. <laughs> it's a at piece of a, metal. At least yeah, the, at least a fucking bunny can has uh, at least a fucking bunny has like. A bit like it, it, it's, it has consciousness. Like a, a respiratory system. <laughs> yeah, this is, what kind of bullshit is that? You know, and the thing is, real life, I could train a goddamn bunny to bring mm-hmm. you chocolate. Right. You, you put that shit in its mouth and... You just like... Yeah. Or, or give it a little backpack, which would be adorable, and it'll hop over to you or some right. shit like that. A bell can't do that. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so we're talking about that. And the kid behind me goes like, I see them both as metaphors for fertility. (laughs) (laughs) And my professor's like, all right, I understand the rabbits, but what is the bell? And immediately after he says, what is the bell? The kid goes, no hesitation, just not even kidding. He goes, the clitoris. (laughs) 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 And I turn around and I'm like, what? What? Wow. Where are you getting the clitoris from when it's the Easter bell? <laughs> and my professor's like, uh, you know what? If I didn't want you to say that, I shouldn't have asked. And then he, like, and he tries to get us to like get past that topic. But I'm just sitting there like this close to just drawing diagrams and trying to figure out what the fuck this kid meant. <laughs> Oh man! Oh uh, yeah. So anyway, comics. <laughs> Jesus. Um. So that's right. He was raised to be an assassin <laughs> by Fu Manchu. Um, okay. So normal daddy issue stuff there. Uh, his dad would have him trained by kung fu masters during the day, and then while he was asleep, he would experiment on him, doing like evil hypnotic suggestions and shit. Mm-hmm. Um. So even though his father was like Fu Manchu and obviously totally fucking evil, because like, all right. I'm going to make it a rule. I don't know. Maybe this is just, maybe, I don't know. This is a little Mm -hmm. narrow-minded of me. But if I ever meet an individual who has pointy fucking eyebrows, evil as shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if I see an individual whose eyebrows are fucking pointing up straight to their goddamn hairline, you're evil. I don't even know how that's physically possible. I, you know, comics. Yeah, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But so he has no idea that his dad's totally evil, and he didn't know he was evil until his first mission, where he was supposed to assassinate a dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Shang Chi decided against killing that dude, and he faked his own death. Then he teamed up with his father's worst enemy, and then worked as a spy trying to sabotage his father's criminal empire. Okay. Through his time, he'd do various team ups with other martial artists in the Marvel universe, like Iron Fist, who we totally talked about in another episode. So watch uh-huh. that. Um, uh, listen to that yeah yes <laughs> um, essentially Shang-Chi was like was an MI6 spy 
Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think he was ever, like, officially MI6. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he retired from being a spy. That's It's actually uh, really pretty interesting. It's sort of that, like, it's very kind of James Bond-esque where it's, like, because he, he was a British spy in the 70s and, you know, mm-hmm. trained to kill. Uh, but he retired of being a spy because he was tired of lying and killing people. Uh, okay. So his next big development came in the Civil War, Marvel Civil War, uh, mm-hmm. when he acted as a superhero bail bondsman, mm-hmm. uh, which is the closest thing you can call it. Uh, basically what he – and that's basically what he did mm-hmm. – um, so that was pretty recently he kind of went underground from like i want to say about the 80s till about you know 10 years back uh so Mm -hmm. after the civil war he worked on a team called heroes for hire so here's essentially what happened okay shang chi fell in love with one of his teammates uh tarantula sure her real name is uh (laughs) maria vasquez uh and um she, but she was like super duper violent mm-hmm. and shang chi is always like kind of like this itmon figure like very relaxed wise kung fu master who doesn't who always tries to like not kill people and is just like a really good dude you know philosopher right. and during his relationship with tarantula he struggled to find his inner peace because he was in love with her and she was so violent and temperamental like right. to the point <clears throat> if she wasn't allowed to kill someone she would just cripple them instead Okay. Uh, they had a teammate named Humbug. So mm-hmm. here's two pictures of Humbug so we can laugh. Max, check out what happened to Humbug from his first appearance to his last. Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> wow, he got fucked up. So, <laughs> Hey, by the way, can you say um, his uh, girlfriend's name again? Uh, I want to say... Oh, is it... It's not... Tar- it's Yeah, it's like... <laughs> It's not tarantula, is it? Is that how you it's actually spell it? fucking tarantula. Is that dude. how you fucking spell that word? No, God. No way. You are so right. I'm so mad about that. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were, I thought it was a bit. I, I thought I, you were you joking. Know, no, so what... All right, so... <laughs> I don't want to embarrass you, but... No, no, I I'm... No, no, it's totally cool. All right, so... Uh, for everyone, it's totally spelled the exact same way. I okay. thought... Uh, for some reason that you wouldn't just name yourself after a spider. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're putting, you're giving comics too much credit I, You know, here. no, yeah, I was, uh, uh, but anyway, yeah, so it's, her name's straight up Tarantula. Uh, <laughs> LOL. All right. So back to uh, th- this one. Yeah, uh-huh. so he started out, Humbug uh, went from like a very comical, like loose superhero, like cape and fucking stupid hero to... Mm-hmm. A serious one. So, Humbug. Let's talk about him. His real name is Buck Mitty. Mm-hmm. He was an entomology professor who got all of his funding cut. So he designed this bug suit with the idea that he could rob his way back into getting funding and prove how worthy the insect world is. Okay. The funny part is that if he would have studied or at least talked or shared his ideas about engineering... uh and proved how fucking rad he was at that kind of science because his sh- his suit is fucking amazing. Uh, <laughs> he would have never lost his goddamn funding in the first place. But, alas. So he ended up being like a second-rate Spider-Man villain for, for a little bit. Okay. 
Uh, then Deadpool covered him in honey and threw him uh, through a jar of fire ants at him. Mm-hmm. And he was dead for a while. Uh, dead in comics, as we call it. Right, yeah. But what actually happened was he never died. But he made a deal with the ants after they <laughs> ate his first layer of skin. He said, "If the, he said, ants, if you stop eating me, I'll help you find younger victims." <laughs> right. And the ants were like, "Word!" And so <laughs> that's fucking great. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> no. That's amazing. Yeah, I um. Humbug is the most fucking retarded hero. Um, I just—I I never knew that that's all it would take to command ants. Yeah, like at least, at least with fucking Ant Man, he has like a headset, <laughs> so we could like talk to him. But fucking Humbug's just like, guys, cut it out, and they're like, I think we should hear him out. <laughs> it's more like, hey, cut it out. Nah, fuck that. I'll find you younger people to eat. We're listening. <laughs> promise <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh how can we trust you and it's just like do you think ants even give a shit about like younger people like i don't know anything about yeah. ants i could straight up say that with like i don't i know a little bit about comic books and i know jack diddly shit about ants <laughs> i like yeah this uh this old superhero dude's kind of gross i'd rather be munching on a young nubile boy like what <laughs> can I don't... you bring us the choir boys <laughs> like, like, i guess i mean is that what you guys are into and they're like yes this pleases us <laughs> wow that's their pedos dude I, I, they're fucking stupid <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's, let's uh, move on. One more, uh, one more fun fact about ants. Uh, this one's an actual science one. I think I, I saw this one on Reddit. But um, mm-hmm. to prove that ants find their way back to their colony by counting the steps they take to get away from it, mm-hmm. um, scientists put ants on stilts, which is fucking hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then. Um, so, uh, so when they left the colony, they captured the ants and put them on stilts, and then set the ants free. And the ants were like, "You guys are assholes!" Mm-hmm. And as they uh, they overshot their colony by about fifty percent because that's kind of proportionally how much they gained on their feet from the stilts. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Huh. Well, uh, there you go. Yeah. So now ants you, are weird. Now you've learned something. Also, ants have a perfect understanding of the human language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously. Or else but, Humbug wouldn't have been able to be like, yo, stop. Please, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, oh, God. Wait a minute. You guys have sentience too? <laughs> That's fucking weird. Let's take you back to Antopia. <laughs> <laughs> Antland. Oh, yes. God damn. Um, but for some reason, Humbug tried to redeem himself after he got his, like, flesh eaten off and become a good guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he joined Heroes for Hire, and everything was going pretty okay until shit went down. Okay. So this is during um, Hulk Invasion, uh, which is a stupid comic book event that I never want to talk about. But Okay. Uh, I'll some... put that on the uh, future episodes <laughs> list here real quick. Alrighty. The, the, there are some things like in comics that's like there like there's some things that are just supposed to be funny and there's some that are lame um like 
there's Spider Island where Manhattan got turned, where like some most of the residents of Manhattan got the powers of Spider Man. Uh, okay, that's kind of cool. It's I guess. it's kind of cool. Um, uh, and that's how, if you remember when we we're talking about Squirrel Girl, mm-hmm. that's how uh, that's the only time Squirrel Girl has ever lost a fight is to a baby who had powers. Oh, that's right. But yeah, and it's like, but Hulk invasions just a whole story, and I don't know most of it. And uh, honestly, I'm gonna be real here. I don't really like the Hulk that much as a character. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Jekyll and Hyde did it pretty good, and <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry, but like I think Jekyll and Hyde did it good. And the thing about Jekyll and Hyde is that it was one book. And we've had Hulk for, like, fucking 40, 50 years now. And it's like, oh, what other things can we do? And then somebody's like, what if we what if we made Hulk smart? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, <laughs> motherfucker, you're on something. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's and a then lot of hot bullshit. And then they're it? like, people are tired of smart, of smart Hulk. What should we do? Let's make Hulk dumb again. <laughs> Fucking genius. Hulk should be dumb again. And then they're like, people are tired of dumb. But that's the only thing I really notice in Hulk is that he gains more stupid powers. He gains his own consciousness. He gains Bruce Banner's intellect. He loses it all. Blah, 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 blah. And the biggest thing in Hulk right now is that Amadeus Cho is now the incredibly awesome Hulk. Okay. Which is all right. Um. I really haven't read any of it yet. I've been meaning to, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's some characters that I just don't really care for. The Hulk and Thor are probably my two, like, pretty big, I don't give a shit about characters. Yeah. Uh, just throwing that out there. Sorry, everybody. I, (laughs) I don't, I don't, I, it's just because they're so OP, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Hulk is supposed to be the strongest creature in Marvel's universe, and, uh, Thor is a literal god. I mean, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about uh, early, earlier in the comically illiterate season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with Superman being boring. Yeah, right. Totally. Where it's like it's it's almost like Thor and the Hulk are like the boring bits of Superman without like the cool bits of Superman. Right. Totally. It's it just like there's. It's just there's so it's so hard to tell like compelling stories with the Hulk, in my opinion, because it's like. You've got two different archetypes that are, like, Bruce Banner is one totally, like, nerdy, weak, whatever guy, very mousy, and then you've got the Hulk, which is just a raging monster, and it's, like, you've got two archetypes, and it's kind of hard, like, the whole story was told in Jekyll and Hyde, and then it's kind of like, eh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, it is what it is. I'm sure there are some really good Hulk stories out there, and if you're a Hulk fan... I don't know, put your fucking stupid plastic hands down that make dumb <laughs> put noises. Put your old fists on and go to, <laughs> get over to fucking College X and Connor will fight you. Yeah, you know what? Put your Hulk hands on and then smash your keyboard and type me a strongly worded letter. <laughs> yeah. uh, but make sure your mom doesn't know you're past your bedtime. So, hum. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh. Yeah, that was a real sick bird. <laughs> <laughs> so humbug killed this insect alien monster thing yeah 
Uh, and then he betrayed the heroes for hire and joined the insect creatures. Okay. Um, so these creatures asked him who killed the insect, and Humbug was like, oh, boy. <laughs> it was Shang-Chi's girlfriend. That's who did it. So the insects were like, knew it, and they killed her. Great. And then Shang-Chi was kind of like, oh, my God. And he was, like, really heartbroken, but he, but he's, like, a good friend, so he's going to rescue Humbug because he doesn't know. He's like... These insects have captured Shang, uh, have captured Humbug, and they've killed my girlfriend. I'm going to save my friend, and I'm going to fuck them up. Right. And then when Shang-Chi saw Humbug, he realized that Humbug was a traitor and not someone who was captured. Mm-hmm. And Shang-Chi was like, hey, man, that's fucked up. Uh, and you also had my girlfriend killed to take your place, so... I don't know how I can get retribution for this. So he literally ripped his head off. (laughs) Shang-Chi was like, I'm not having this shit. And he just ripped his goddamn head off. That's metal. Yeah. Metal as fuck. It's fucking brutal. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Wow. um, Yeah. So that happened. Poor humbug. Um, So after that, Shang-Chi was like, okay, it's time for me to take a break. Maybe (laughs) go on a little bit of a vacation, try to get some shit straight with going on with my life because he really couldn't find a center. Uh Uh-huh. Then his father showed back up and Steve Rogers, Captain America, asked him to help take him down. So Mm -hmm. he became a secret Avenger. One day, Max, we're actually going to have to do an episode on how many stupid teams are based off the Avengers and the Justice League. <laughs> like, uh, Secret Avengers, uh, Justice League Dark, Justice League Incorporated, <laughs> New Avengers. It's pretty dumb. Yeah. But, um... So Brand get... recognition. Right. And it's funny, because in the comic book world, some of them, even in the comic books, view, like, those leagues as off-brand. <laughs> like it, like when they talk about Justice League Incorporated, they're like, yeah, <laughs> those that guys. one, C listers. Um, <laughs> but then Shang Chi gets asked to join the regular Avengers because the Avengers wanted to be bigger and better, so uh-huh. they chose him as like one of the first new recruits. And um, he actually ex- he was accept he accepted, but only because he thought it'd be like a good challenge and a new standard to hold himself to. Mm-hmm. Also. Tony Stark gave him some sweet ass fucking nunchucks that we're going to talk about. Okay. <laughs> Since then, Shang Chi's kind of done some stuff, you know, nothing too exciting. He assaulted mm-hmm. Mars. Uh, mm-hmm. He became a giant using pin particles and fucked up a dragon. Uh, okay. Then he became. Then he got the ability to clone himself. You know. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, yeah, regular shit. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing too not comic booky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no the the scene where Shang Chi is fighting a goddamn dragon in a city is amazing. <laughs> it's just a giant <laughs> and punching a dragon in the face. That's pretty good. But now there is a mini series out called The Deadly Hands of Kung Fu, um, where you can read Shang Chi try to resolve uh, some problems uh, stemming from his girlfriend being killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a pretty decent book, in my opinion, uh, as far as the story goes. But the art is so inconsistent, it hurts. Oh, really? Like, it's inconsistent, not from page to page, but panel to panel. Yeah. Like, if it, I'm, I'm not even kidding. If it weren't for clothing, you would not be able to tell 
if they're like the same people or not. That's a bit of a bummer. Yeah, I'm I'm not even trying to exaggerate. The, the cover art is beautiful, um, but then you like you open up the comic and you're like, who are all these people? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't want to say it's bad because I think maybe they tried to do it on purpose, but really like the facial structures are just not definite. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah. Are you? I up, gotcha. Are you gonna? I'm, you're I'm looking, looking up at a up. page. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah. These are some good album co- or album uh, uh, comic covers. Oh the, no, those issue covers are amazing. Um, and I, I like they're very like '60s spy kind of reminiscent, uh, and I I really like that. Um, yeah. Uh, they're very. It's it's an interesting comic book, and um, it's a lot more down to earth than a lot of a lot of some other comics, uh, uh, and a lot of what's been going on with Shang Chi. And I'm mm-hmm. also trying to talk while I'm looking this up. <laughs> uh, there we go. All right, I found it for you. Okay. All right. Just popping that link right there. All right. All righty. All righty, everybody. Sorry about Well, uh, how about we move on while I take a look at these po- photos? Okay. So, Shang-Chi kind of has this uh, a pretty cool progression, I would say. Um, and I think that's one of the most interesting things about him. In the 70s, he was a weird character, and he was printed with books that literally had Bruce Lee on the cover. So mm-hmm. they tried to make him a distinct-looking character, and he ended up honestly looking, to me, a little bit more like a Native American. If you can uh, look at that picture I posted, Max, and tell me if you'd think that was a Native American or not. Yeah, that looks like a racist stereotype of a Native American. Yeah. Um, I, and, you know, that's like just... You'd see him in, like, Tintin yeah. <laughs> or something. But... but... Yeah, so, like, I don't know. That's just one example. And they did, they tried, they experimented with him a little bit more. And I think a lot of the time they got him looking more Asian than that. But there was definitely an underlying stoic Native American thing there. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. uh, And, you know, that also might be because he has a middle part and silky smooth hair. You know what I mean? That's like cut in a, uh, like, a long bowl sort of with a headband yeah i mean it just it is what it is how you liking that art over there max i don't think this is on purpose dude (laughs) (laughs) you just think it's bad i think it's just like it's bad it's 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 so bad isn't it like yeah i i want to like i want to give the artist the benefit of the doubt but mother fucker it's it isn't it it's exactly like it's a different character every panel yeah like there is no facial like structure at all it's just sort of like now i want it now i want her to look like this <laughs> or something i don't Super know weird um it's, it's a yeah because what i thought was like i don't know when i when i read comics sometimes i notice that art styles and facial structures start to blur during more intense scenes mm-hmm. and i was like maybe they're doing that but instead of just saving it for the more intense scenes they're saving it for like they're just doing it the whole book for some reason yeah, well, like, just the nose and, the like, the shape of the head and the chin and stuff changes. And I think that's just straight up, like, I only know how to draw three kinds of chins. 
<laughs> you know, like if they're on their back, well, they're going to have this chin because I don't know what else to do. I don't, you know, I, it's, it's a bummer because that art is pretty hard to look at. Um, it's rough. Yeah. But it, it is, it, those covers are beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it, the story's all right. But after a while, uh, with Shang-Chi's progression, um, when they brought back Kung Fu and this was about 10 years ago, I guess they sort of wanted him to look more like Bruce Lee. Um, mm-hmm. And cause in more like pay a tribute to him. And the reason why I believe that is cause he wears a onesie and has a bowl cut. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can look at that second picture cause we're about to. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and he, I don't, he just seems aesthetically more like Bruce Lee now. Also, he uses mm-hmm. nunchucks that Tony Stark created that uh, make energy circles when he flails them around mm-hmm. and they have uh, the same power as a taser. <laughs> They look are nice. All right, they're fucking rad. Cool. That seems um, impractical for a nunchuck, though, because isn't like the whole thing with a nunchuck that you like you hold both of the things and you spin them around and like pass them to your hand? Like, how does that not hurt him? Uh, because he's the master of fucking kung fu, Max. You All right, stupid idiot. I fucking for, for my ass. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, it's 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 like the the and I'm gonna talk about this a little bit, but like there is there is stupid Shang Chi where he uses fucking laser nunchucks and then takes pin particles and fights dragons, mm-hmm. and then there's down to earth Shang Chi where he does like espionage and stuff. Okay. So I think sometimes they're like, what's the raddest shit we can think of? And then somebody's like, I don't know, a street bike made out of knives held together by fire. And then they're like, <laughs> can, can Shang-Chi ride that for like, like an issue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, he's a master fighter. Um, and on the impeccable and always accurate Marvel Wiki uh, power index, his fighting ability is a seven out of seven. Okay. More fun facts. He's a master philosopher and a master fisher. <laughs> sure. All right. <laughs> Loves fishing. And so remind me, is seven the highest fighting ability or is it the... Yeah, it's all out of seven. Um, and so here's the weirdest thing. He's a master philosopher uh-huh. um, and his intelligence is a three out of seven. Okay, but hey, I feel like that's a dig at philosophers. <laughs> it's just funny because Doctor Bong is like a six, <laughs> right? Remember Doctor well, Bong? Doctor Bong is like the best supervillain right. in the entire Marvel database. So you know, but um, he can also channel his chi to increase his strength for short periods of time. But we don't know the limitations on that power, like how much strength and how long, and uh, other sort of like effects of that. Um, mm-hmm. And his cloning ability that he got, we don't really know anything about it. Um, yeah. It's just kind of a thing um, that he got at some point. But as I was saying before, the new comic sort of sheds away from him using his cool nunchucks and his cloning ability. And I'm into it. I, and I, I kind of like the fact that he's such a loosely defined character that he can be put in super rad scenarios or super like, or just like a normal kind of down to earth situation. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So I guess the question becomes like, do we want more of this? Of the this, um, <laughs> of just general like kung fu? Yeah, well, uh, or the whole thing, you know. So the thing I'm curious about is like, how long can it? I like I personally haven't read it, so you'll have to tell me if this is actually the case or not. But like, how long can kung fu comics rely on like 60s and 70s cheese? Oh, uh, like how long does it take for them to have to be their own thing instead of being like, look, we're like bro- enter the fist. <laughs> I mean, enter the dragon. <laughs> look, we're like brew, enter the fist. I had a little mini stroke and forgot the fucking name of the movie there. No, I, I understand. Um, and I, that's a good, that's a good question. I don't know. Shang-Chi is so thoroughly based on like Bruce Lee and that stuff. Mm-hmm. But that being said, you know, Iron Fist is still a pretty popular character and he was he was created in the kung fu boom. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, yeah. I guess I I guess if I was going to say I think they could it could last but like anything it just needs to be good, you know, like the art needs to be there and the story needs to be good. And that's the thing about Shang-Chi that I said before is that like it can be good in the with like character development and concepts and storytelling, but it can mm-hmm. also be so stupid that it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know, and um, and that's sort of kind of and I, I like that he's undefined, but I'd like for him to get like in the hands of a good writer and maybe have somebody talk about when he was a spy for MI six and things like that, you know. Like, yeah, that's the sort of stuff I'm. I would be interested in. So I, I do think we need more Shang Chi, and I think we're definitely going to get more of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but do we need more Deadly Hands of Kung Fu, like the, uh, the magazine? Uh, yeah. Uh, no. okay no we're far past the point where you can bundle together non-comic books with comic books you know like yeah i i think that's just something that's gone now um i think that the mantle should still live on because having shane she roll with it is pretty fun and it's nice that the title still exists um and i'd like to see iron fist on it too but Mm -hmm. uh having having fighting techniques in a fucking comic book would be... <laughs> I mean, just think about it. Like, you're already paying, like, three, four dollars for a comic book that's mm-hmm. 20 pages, so they cut five pages out to teach you how to throw a punch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little silly. I don't know. I see what you mean. Like, I just I, I just think... The like... internet exists now. You can look that shit up on askhow.com or something. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah, just go to... Just get on DuckDuckGo right now. And... <laughs> 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 all right um, oh man that's about all i've got so uh thanks everyone yeah thanks for tuning in and uh more of this will be coming your way soon give us your best uh, radio voice to lead us out here all right thanks everybody thanks for listening to comically literate i am connor ferry and i will catch you guys all ne- next time <laughs> I don't Next time on KWRXP, The Verge. I don't do radio voices. Um, no, no. I, <laughs> I um. There's always the nasally one where you go up here and you're like, "All right, everybody, thank you for listening to WASU 90.5 uh, College X." <laughs> <laughs> A College X. Totally not App State. <laughs> 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 <laughs>